welcome 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 to the tipsy tennis podcast this is episode three of the changeover i am sitting here with a good friend of mine i've known him maybe eight years or so we were ball boys for the u.s open uh we're sitting in his car right now because we are waiting to play our matches tonight in a men's prize money tournament in long beach new york uh, host sponsored by USTA World Tennis Number. He is a software engineer, ex ball boy, ex playboy, and uh, an okay tennis player. Without further ado, Mikael Ivazian. What is your? What's going through your mind? How do you prepare for a tournament match? That's a good question. It depends who I'm playing. So, and the surface that I'm playing. So I guess for this match, the way I'm preparing is uh, just to try to be consistent in every every shot that I make. Who are you playing? Amani. He's actually one of the best players here, and probably in USTA that I I I watched his matches before too, and he's he's just an incredible player with forehand, backhand. Reminds me and movement too. He's really quick. Super uh, quick. Super he has amazing quick. hands yeah, as well. Exactly. The feel is just amazing. So. On my end, I just got to be consistent and, you know, go for my shots. And usually what players do against these type of players, right, they go out of their way trying to hit big or things that they're not used to doing. So I'm, I'm going to try not to do that. So let's see. That's a really good point that I think a lot of people can take away from trying not to do too much. It's good. You're going in with a very clear mind. What years were you a ball boy at the U.S. Open for? So I started in 2008, and then from 2008 to 2016, I never missed a year. I took a break from 2016 and went back in 2018. Actually, that was my last year as a ball boy. Victory lap. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think when we switched to rolling, that was my first year. Oh, you were the ball. You did one of the years where it was rolling? Yeah. None of my friends that are ball boys stuck around for the rolling that's why i didn't do it afterwards (laughs) i think in my opinion i think it made it a little slower so bit of an interruption because you were called to go play your match but uh give us a give us a breakdown what was the score and uh and uh how did you play i don't know if i want to tell you the score but uh you got double bageled yeah Um, Uh, my serve was not good. I was I double faulted four times at uh, thirty all, so that gave you know down thirty forty, and then he was just too good. But I was consistent on the hitting side, uh, on the forehand and the backhand for sure. And my backhand was the weakest shot before, uh, but it has improved a lot. And I was pushing him with the backhand, you know, cross court and down the line too. But yeah, I didn't. Guy's wa- too good. It's too good. You know. I didn't watch too much, but what I saw is he was just slicing. Yeah, the backhand slice was, you know, he keeps it low uh, and it, it it's forcing you to slice back. And if you don't get it deep enough, he has time to switch back to a forehand and then just, you know, put it down the line or, or kill it uh, cross court. If you could replay the match right now, what would you do differently? Get my first serve percentage up for sure, because that was helping me. Every time I made a first serve, they were we were rallying at least 
know, do you think that six, means do you think that means slowing down your first serve to make sure it goes in a little bit more or you just want a higher percentage higher percentage i think if i if, if i slow down i think he, he just has a better chance to put it away so what was your favorite part of the match nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing can we go uh, back to talking about bald people and the, the rolling? <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was the biggest match that you ball boyed for during the U.S. Open? Oh my god! Uh, What's the highlight? Six finals. Wow! Um, and I think the highlight I I have to say the twenty fifteen Djokovic Federer final. You did the final for that one? Yeah. Wow! Um, number one, won. everyone was against Djokovic, right? Then it's New York. Uh, everyone was rooting for Federer, but and I'm a huge Djokovic fan. I don't know if you know, but and the highlight was at the end. Uh, I asked him to t- if I can take his back to the locker room, or if he needs me to take his back to the locker room, and he was like, "Yeah, of course." So uh, I, you know, I took both of his bags, walked to the locker room, and he was walking behind me. But he, I remember he had to do a, an interview for a Serbian television, so he stopped and I stopped. But the security guard was like, "You gotta go." So I had to walk to the locker room, and his team was there. So I actually got to got a chance to speak to Marian Vida. Mm. Uh, and just two qu- uh, quick words, congratulations. You know, uh, I'm a huge fan. Um, and I forget his physio's name. It changed. It was the big guy, the big Serbian guy. I can't remember his name right now, but he was there also. And Becker. At the time, Becker oh, was yeah? his coach. Yeah, you, you were there in the locker there. room with Becker. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I asked. I actually, I think I, it was Boris Becker who I asked, "Where should I put the bags?" Because that was my first time in the players' locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just pointed me to the bench, so I just put those bags there. I, you know, I really wanted to stay, but the security guard again was like, "You gotta go." Oh, <laughs> I was man. Like, All right. Then. I'll go. How, but that was the highlight for sure. How's uh? What's the locker room like inside of Ash? beautiful number one i think they really make it you know comfortable for the players the area that i saw it was just you know the where the lock the actual uh locks and lockers are uh and then towards the left if i remember it was the showers and the um hot tub hot tub i, I think there's a hot tub in they there. have a hot tub in the locker room yeah what the fuck of course right for recovery afterwards that's where i mean maybe on. an ice bath but not a hot tub it was a tub, so I assume, uh, yeah, maybe for <clears> ice bath. But, so. And pull up with uh, Barbosa. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah. If you can slap one player in the face, who would it be? It's hmm. a tough one. Right now, three people come to mind, but number one, who? Clement. Who? I don't know if you remember him. Clement, he's, he was a French player. He was really bad to the ball boys. Gasquet was also a dick. Yeah, true, true, true. Gasquet, yeah. Richard was really, him? Uh, he, was a, he was a real uh, Richard. What was that guy's name? Ar- Armando? Ar- Almagro. The, Ama- yes, him, he, another one. Nicolas Almagro. Yes. He, he used to take the balls, six balls, number one. And then instead of, you know, hitting into, hitting the, ball into the ball people with the racket, he would just drop it right on the baseline. And at Ash, there's like like a huge space between the baseline and where we stand, right? So, if you were back, you had to like run <laughs> to the baseline every time, get the balls, run back, and he's like in service motion, so you had to be quick. So, yeah, the chair chair umpire doesn't call, you know, 
uh, wait please. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was another one. Um, and then, oh, number one, Andy Roddick. Oh my God, I forgot about him. I, so when Andy Roddick retired, actually, the year he retired at the US Open, I did every single one of his matches that year. And he, he knew me by face already, like recognizing me. So he, he had, every time he came to court, he had five bottles labeled one through five on the cap. And uh, he would give it to me. And, and the first day he told me like which ones to put in the fridge and then which ones to bring out when. And then after the second and the third one, because I was a net at the time uh, when I did his matches. So the net people usually serve the players. And he, when he recognized me, he, he wouldn't say the, the routine. He would just give me the bag of bottles and say, you know, you know the routine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then go from one through five. Do you want to slap him for that? Uh, no, I, I actually want to slap him for uh, being a douchebag to bowl people, too. Uh, he was, like, annoying with the towel. Um, I remember, like, and yelling. Oh, why I wanted to... This reminds me. So, uh, I believe it was the Del Potro match. Him and Del Potro. The one where he lost. So, it, was, it, it got rain delay. So, they finished the first set, and then there was a rain delay. And the match got rescheduled to next day. During that match, there was something wrong with his uh, shoes or the insoles of the shoes. So he asked me to go to his box and to his coach and grab new uh, pair of insoles. So I went there and, you know, the coach just handed me new pair of insoles. I ran it back, gave it to him. And he looked at it and he started yelling at me like, these are not the right ones. <laughs> I looked at him and I was like... That's what your box gave me, and then afterwards, and he, uh, I will give it to him. He did apologize afterwards. Like after the set, he said, "You know, I know it's not your fault. It's whatever they handed to you." Uh, but then he looked at his box, and I think his wife was sitting there. Brooklyn Decker. Yeah, so she had to run out and get a new pair of insoles from the locker room. I love how we know that. And then bring it, and then bring it back. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Changeover. And thank you if you listened all the way through this one. It was a little bit longer than I expected it to be. However, I think it came out great. Again, if you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, please do at Tipsy Tennis Podcast. I am also on YouTube if you want to check out my videos over there. I also just released a video over there called Tipsy Tennis of the Game, where we turn any major final into a drinking game, so you can check that one out too. It's pretty good. And I've opened up a PayPal account to get donations so I could bump up all of the stuff that I'm doing. You can find the link in the description and on Instagram. Until next time, my friends, stay tipsy.